Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. Hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, Poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas. No desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. In Virginia, a convict serving a life sentence who met his getaway on a jet ski is captured over a year after his escape. In Washington, a police officer uses a quick wit and an ability to bark to catch some car thieves. And in South Africa, a police shootout leads to the death of 18 gang members. These stories and more coming at you today, Thursday, September 7th. On Real Life or a Crime Daily, and I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Everton. And I'm Mike Agavino. September 7th already. All right, All time's right. flying, right? No doubt about it. Hey, I, I want to say something before we get started. The First of all, y'all, um, if you're not aware of Real Life Real Crime Originals, my, my show drops on Tuesdays. But again, I get requests from all over the nation almost every day now about families who lost loved ones and um, a lot of them are questioning the authorities uh, uh, in what happened. I got one from Louisiana yesterday, but y'all, I have so much social media. If you could send all your, your information, if you have any information on the case to Woody at real life, real crime.com. And I promise you I'll read it. But this story all yesterday, I'm not going to say where and everything, but it was, it was, the family does not believe the cause of death is what the parish officer, the sheriff's office, the local sheriff's office is, is saying it is. And you know what I told them? You have absolutely the right. If the, the you haven't already had them cremated, 
take them to Parish Forensics, all right? Our friends in Broussard, they're the only place in the state of Louisiana where you can get an independent autopsy done by a professional forensic pathologist. And they're awesome people. Roy and the two Christens are phenomenal. Uh, they'll take care of you, but they do so much more than just the autopsies. They do burial service. They do uh, cremations. They, and they have Louisiana Pet crematory. Pet crematory, right? And, and not just the crematory part, but they have so many different options on urns and different things. Just the ultimate professionals when it comes to anything. Nobody wants to have to deal with the, any of these situations, whether you lose your pets or your loved ones or whatever. But if you are going through this, you've got to call our friends. Well, Jim almost had to dial up Kristen this weekend, didn't you, Jim? Yeah, well, uh, we had a little scare. This was, it's actually been going on the past probably week and a half to two weeks. But uh, of course, we have a Dotson uh, that's, gosh, she's got to be close to 15, if not 15 years old, named Happy. And she was none too happy. Right. Uh, Two weeks ago, of course, with that particular breed, they have issues with their teeth and and uh, just notorious for yeah. uh, their bad teeth as they age. And she had a tooth abscess, which created a major problem. That's never good, yeah. uh, even for a human, much less a, a pet and a small pet like and one that. that. And one that's her age. Yeah, and one that's her age. So in the process of getting that rectified, she had some uh, congestive heart failure issues. Mm. Uh, so we weren't looking at uh, good things. And, of course, uh, the medicine for dogs has come, you know, lengths and, and bounds. And and uh, so we're doing everything we can to kind of keep her uh, around a little bit longer. But, uh, I, you know, my wife was looking through the website of, right. you know, sadly, through the website of all the uh, the urns and things LA like that. LAPetCrematory.com. Yep. Uh, looking through there and um, – and the selection is just, you know, really respectful, gorgeous pieces. Yeah. And a lot of things, not even outside of urns, that, that you can do to honor your pet. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But uh, fortunately, Happy is doing much better. Yeah. And uh, she is going to be with us a little longer. She's Good. kind of gotten over that hump, thankfully. Well, we are happy for Happy. And uh, we appreciate our partnership with our friends, Right next to that big American flag in Broussard, Roy Kristen and Kristen at LouisianaPetCrematory.com, Parish Forensics, and Louisiana Funeral Services. If you need something, and let's face it, we're all going to die at That's some right. point. That's right. None of us getting out alive. Everybody's going to be six feet under at some point. These are good friends to have, so look them up. Rest, Rest easy. easy. All right, let's get down to some Crime time. Is it crime Thursday? Thursday, Thursday. All right. We're going to go to Arkansas. How about that? And look, lately, we've been talking about some escapes. There's been a lot of them going on. We're going to tell you about another one. This one is, it's something that uh, if you didn't know it happened, you wouldn't believe it happened. It sounds like something made up in a movie. But y'all, this is real, real life, real crime. And uh, the U.S. Marshals have apprehended a convicted felon, his wife, and his mom after they allegedly helped him escape from prison last year by fleeing on jet skis. Really? Uh, yes. Tuesday, August 29th, several law enforcement agencies arrested 39-year-old Samuel Hartman, his wife, 39-year-old Misty Hartman, his mother, 
61-year-old Linda White and White's boyfriend, 52-year-old Rodney Trent, at a Quality Inn in Lewisburg, West Virginia. Hartman escaped from the East Arkansas Regional Unit Prison on August 12th of 2022 while working in a field. White and Misty Hartman drove to the field in a pickup truck and fired shots at people while Hartman ran into the car. I'm telling you, it's right out of the movies. Department of Corrections officers chased after the truck until they reached a point near the Mississippi River which is when the Hartmans and White escaped on two pre-staged jet skis. Wow, they planned it out good. Yeah, officials in Mississippi found the abandoned jet skis on a riverbank. The three of them remained on the run for over a year until their capture. Hartman was sentenced in life in prison for 2013 for raping his 14-year-old stepdaughter. Misty Hartman and White face charges related to the escape, while Trent is accused of harboring a sex offender and helping the three fugitives while they hid from law enforcement. Hartman was sent back to the Arkansas Department of Corrections, while Misty Hartman and White were booked into jail after arriving back in Arkansas. Trent remains in custody in West Virginia, and I'm passing around the the pictures of all four of these. And when you see uh, the the guy at the center of this, it's it's apparent he got in a little bit of a fight when he got captured. Uh, So we'll definitely be posting that on the social media. (laughs) But all all four are in custody now, and a a crazy escape. Yep. That you you know it sounds like. You can't outrun something out of a movie. Can't outrun this. Couldn't warrants. believe that. And I've told y'all before. You do not want the U.S. Marshals tracking you down. Yep, it's just like the a year though. They were out there a year. Yeah, they, they a made while. it a while. A, I, I, yeah. you know, I give them credit for but, that. I mean, but. most people don't have the resources of might, and they yeah. they get to That's Belize right. or wherever. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, so they're probably living off bologna sandwiches and staying in shacks or something. Okay, but yeah. what kind of wife and what kind of mother helps? A son who's in for molesting yeah, a daughter well, out. Of, I mean, what the hell is going on there? Yeah, that's they, crazy. They're all going to get their prison justice. But all right. Good I plan. guarantee you they regret it now. No, yeah. uh, well, did they get him at the Waffle House? The, yeah. That group no, looks like that they might have got him. the quality <laughs> in or whatever, right? <laughs> whatever, whatever the name of it was. So let me take you to another uh, incident of really good police work. And so as deputies in Washington State, pursued a group of teens suspected of stealing a car. One deputy used an unusual tactic that tricked the suspects into surrendering. Deputies responded just before 8.30 a.m. on August 18th to a call of a stolen vehicle in University Place, according to the Pierce County Sheriff's, and one deputy deployed spike strips and waited for the stolen vehicle, which sustained four flat tires after running over the trap. The suspect, however, continued driving, and deputies had to call off the pursuit. The stolen car was found. I don't know why you have to call it off, because I've used spike strips a bunch of times, and then once those tires go flat, the rims are throwing sparks. But, we'll, I mean, whatever their policy was. The stolen car was found unoccupied and still running not far away. Deputies surrounded the area and began searching for teens. In a wooded area, one deputy spotted the group in a creek bed, according to body cam footage of the incident. Stop, police, don't make us, don't make us release our canine, the deputy can be heard yelling. One deputy can then be heard barking like a dog, according to the video. <laughs> After the deputy imitated a dog bark multiple times, the four juveniles came out of the creek bed and surrendered. 
the kids actually believed there was a dog. And in the end, they told the deputies, man, as soon as I heard that dog, I gave up. Sergeant Darren Moss Jr. said in a video posted on the department's Facebook, Moss commended the deputies, giving them an A-plus for creativity and getting the teams to comply. <laughs> it could almost be a dumb criminal. I was about to say, Jim, can you hit the banjos? Yeah, <laughs> Good police work, they all. Good maybe maybe the guy yeah. just did an exceptional bark. I mean, just you reminded give me of a stories, uh, another story to tell in the real life, real crime original. Mm. The, the uh, a story for another day. Good yeah. You never used a duck call. Oh, I, or I, I used all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I could I could do a whole story just <laughs> on the stuff <laughs> we did. Yeah. You never drew a bad guy in with a duck call. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, well, I could tell you a team one time. I'll tell it real quick. The uh, I knew he was lying to me. It was like a. 11 year old and the mom wanted you know basically the kid admits the line so I, I i wasn't a polygraphist at the time but i went and got an ammo can out of my trunk and some battery cables and i hooked it up and i told him this is a polygraph and if oh you ever you lied this is gonna shock the shit out of you he started crying and told me the truth <laughs> no way oh my god yeah uh, that's great and then i gave him back to mom and i'm sure she beat that ass yeah oh goodness Right. I don't remember doing us. We're doing doing hitting some new territories this week. We're going to South Africa. Oh, that's your definitely your geographical area. So your proofs are good. I've actually never been. I almost went once. Uh, it's hard as hell to get there. It takes I was just forever thinking about to get great white sharks. They ain't gold. They got gold down there. What's that? They have gold down there. They have gold down there. Yeah, it's a big deal. One of the nation, the world's leading producers in gold. Oh, oh South Africa. Yep. I thought you said Angola. No. Gold. Oh, okay. That we do do bloody Angola. When though, in here, the, I never, I bloody Angola. The podcast yeah. by yeah. Jim Chapman oh, and Woody Everton. Plug, plug. <laughs> okay. So I think this might be our first ever report out of South Africa. If not, uh, we've had very few. But 16 men and two women suspected of being part of a gang that robbed armored vans. So these guys were running around the country robbing armored vans, were killed Friday in a shootout with South African police in a rural section um, of uh, the northern part of the country. Officers approached a building where the gang was operating out of, and the suspects opened fire. So the bad guys shot first. Officers then returned fire. And they did pretty good with their return fire. They killed 18 suspects and only what? one police officer was wounded. Jeez. Those those South African cops must be pretty badass, Woody. Right. I mean, you took down 18 and they wounded one of yours. Four other suspects were arrested at a separate location. Police said their top officials, including the National Commissioner of Police, the Deputy Commissioner, and the head of the elite Hawks unit, were at the scene of the shootout in the Makado municipality in the Limpopo province, the ever-popular Limpopo province. The gang was suspected of robbing armored vans used for carrying cash from banks and had been under surveillance for days, so they got a tip on the hideout. Police spokesperson Brigadier Athlinda Mathe said in a statement that seven automatic rifles and 10 vehicles, including high-performance sports cars, were seized. Cash in transit heists are a common and often violent crime in South Africa, and the criminals who pull them off are usually heavily armed and professional. The gang the police targeted on Friday was suspected of heists in at least three separate provinces. The South African popo had their sheet together. 
killing 14 bad guys and only one cop got wounded. It's awesome. Yeah. Wow. They, they, I can assure you that, you know, it's when you see on the news in South Africa when they're walking around with machine guns. Yeah. Their, their police are not going to be on their own. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the Hawks unit. Right. Whoever the Hawks And all the are. gang members probably shoot sideways. You know, they turn yeah, right. guns. Yeah. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for them. They must be highly trained over there in South Africa. Or they get a lot of practice. Who's the actress from South Africa, the blonde that's so popular? Um, I wish Nelson Mandela. <laughs> oh, no. I think you're <laughs> no, thinking uh, of uh, Charlize Theron. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always liked her. Hey, she won she the, um, the Academy Award for, for uh, Waros, the Yeah, yeah she played in, it. In Florida. Boy, she, she played it well. She transformed that character. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the men. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? (laughs) It's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well... Have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this, and you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those roads, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. It's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally, designed for long-term retention, speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone 
is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Sayonara. Yeah. Well, we're going to get back stateside and we're going to take you to Indiana. And then, and, you know, we cover a lot on these shows with uh, people that kill people. And you look back and you're like, that was ever nothing. Right. Right. Well, we're going to give you one of those right here. An Indiana man killed his neighbor over a mailbox dispute. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's worth going to prison for 60 years, which is what he was just sentenced to. Uh, in 2021, 58-year-old Randy Small shot and killed 70-year-old Robert Adair in Brown County, Indiana. On Monday, just a- over a month after being found guilty, he was sentenced. Uh, police responded to reports of shots fired upon arriving on the scene. They began engaged in an hour-long standoff with Small. Authorities found Adair's body in his truck about a mile away and that Small told his brother in a phone call that he had shot Adair at around 2 p.m. on September 15, 2021 because of a mail do- mailbox dispute. The two neighbors had been arguing over a small patch of land for months. So one of those good old-fashioned right. feuds, right? Yeah. Uh, small shot Adair in the head with a 12-gauge shotgun right. after becoming angered that the 70-year-old had placed building material on disputed property. Small allegedly tore out and ran over Adair's mailbox before driving up the road and shooting him. Small went on to claim self-defense in the case. She shot him directly in the head at close range, and that resulted in blowing off his head, and you left him in the truck. This from Brown County Circuit Judge Mary Wirtz prior to sentencing him to those 60 years. And, yeah. So she wasn't buying the self-defense piece of it. And it all over a freaking mailbox. You know, laying a mailbox on someone's property. Or, or disputed property, apparently. That's almost as bad as grandpa asking you to take a shower. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah for real. Well, um, take you out to Hotlanta, and this jail has been no stranger to us. I don't know whatever happened with the guy that supposedly died from bed bug bites in this jail. But, <laughs> uh, we, That's the jail did. with the bed bugs? Yep, that, isn't that the Trump jail? That's the Trump jail. The Fulton County yeah, jail. Yeah. And the, um, so... Five people were stabbed, one fatally, during a dispute among men being held in an overcrowded jail in Atlanta. That is already the subject of a federal civil rights investigation. Davion Blake, 23, was pronounced dead around 3.30 p.m. Thursday after the stabbings at the Fulton County Jail. Blake and three others were taken to Grady Memorial Hospital, while a fifth man was treated at at the jail by medical staff. The sheriff's office didn't provide any information on what led to the stabbings. Five people, including Blake, have died in Fulton County custody in just over a month, y'all. The county medical examiner's office plans to do an autopsy on Blake. 
The recent outbreak of violence at the Fulton County Jail is of great concern, but unfortunately, it's not surprising considering the longstanding, dangerous overcrowding and the crumbling walls of the facility that are literally being crafted into makeshift weapons that inmates use to attack mm. each other and the staff. We have had an unfortunate series of deaths this year that range from natural causes to pre-existing health conditions to homicide, Sheriff Pat Labatt said. Uh, there were 2,523 people being held in the main county jail on Friday, nearly 270 above its operational capacity, according to the data from the sheriff's office. Labatt said his office is in constant negotiations with other jails to try and house detainees elsewhere to mitigate violence and overcrowding. He said he has also been doing shakedowns at the jail to seize contraband. Labatt, who took office in January 2021, has been pushing for a new jail. Critics, including the Southern Center for Human Rights, have said that will not fix the problems. The organization, which has successfully sued the county multiple times over jail conditions, said in an April letter to the U.S. Department of Justice that Labatt has demonstrated a clear inability to remedy the conditions of people currently in his care and that human rights violations at the jail are the result of a staff culture of cruelty and violence. And recently, the U.S. Department of Justice has opened a civil rights investigation into to the conditions. Mm. Sounds yeah, like... We, I mean, we've had a number of stories from that. Uh, it from that it used to be that um, the New Orleans Parish Prison, it, you know, we have parishes, not counties, was the worst central lockup in the United States of America before Katrina. I doubt that. I, it sounds like Bullion County's taking that over. Might be. Might be. Wow. Well, we've had a bunch of smash and grabs in California over the last few months that we've been talking about. And here's one that took a turn for the good guys. Let's go to the nation's capital of smash and grabs, Los Angeles, where it took... 24 carat chops to dissuade this jewel thief. Employees at the Los Angeles County jewelry store pounced on a robber with such ferocity Saturday that the would-be crook sprinted away in terror. The attempted broad daylight robbery happened around 2.12 p.m. at Mesa's Jewelry in El Monte, which is a eastern suburb of L.A. Quote, me, my uncle, and my dad were tugging him out. An employee who didn't want to be identified said about the dramatic caught on video brawl in the footage. Workers are seen punching, kicking, and even using a stick to beat the robber before ripping his shirt off as he slips back out the door and tears off down the road with his pants falling down. I was trying to defend my family because as you could see, he was hitting my dad and my uncle. The employee said of the fight, two people from inside the store tried to follow the man down the road before he disappeared. The footage shows the incident began when the individual entered the store armed with a hammer and smashed a display case, one of the witnesses said. The man also used pepper spray on the workers who run the family business. Several employees were treated for minor injuries. As of Sunday afternoon, the suspect, who has not been named publicly, remains at large. The El Monte Police Department could not immediately be reached for comment. It seems that while the national big chains, whether... We're talking about pharmacies, the clothing stores, big box retailers have all chosen to let uh, thieves take merchandise and protect their employees with uh, 
you know, non-interference policies, a mom and pop jeweler in El Monte likely doesn't have the luxury of choosing that kind of a strategy. And if they get hit hard once, that might be it for the business. So uh, hopefully the people committing these crimes figure out, you know, who will and who won't defend their stores and target the ones where they're not going to get the resistance. I think, and we won't get anybody killed. But, I think, too, what you said in there was they were already physically attacking one of the family members when the other ones jumped in. That's that's the difference. I mean, if they're if they're beating your coworker or whatever, I would even though I trained jewelry stores like this for eight years all over the country. He's a big man. He weighed yeah, over yeah. three hundred pounds. And if they're beating on someone in the store, I, I would think even though it's it's against the policy, you got to try to help. Well, and this wasn't the typical. Usually, the smash and grabs are a group of right. you know young gangs or or uh, even younger people. This is a guy who's, you know, 40s or older who was flying solo on this and uh, and just started smashing up the, the jewelry cases. So well, well, they got him. They got him. Well, they got him, yeah. but the police didn't get him yet. So Los Angeles, L.A. All right. Two 15-year-old Wisconsin boys were taken into custody after a drone caught them throwing rocks onto a highway, causing thousands of dollars worth of property damage and injuring two people. Now, according to the Fitchburg Police Department in Wisconsin, these three separate incidents were reported between the hours of 10 p.m., 10.30 p.m., and uh, 11 p.m. on August 15th, 16th, and 19th. In each incident, rocks were thrown and dropped from a railroad bridge down onto Highway 14. Officers reported that 18 vehicles were damaged in the three incidents, and two people also reported minor injuries. A sergeant, who is also a pilot for the city's drone team, shout out to this guy who came up with a good idea, he flew a drone above the bridge to investigate when he noticed two teens around 10 p.m. on August 21st. The sergeant reported seeing one throwing rocks onto the highway. Both 15-year-old boys were arrested. Multiple charges were related to endangering safety and damaging property will be referred to the district attorney's office. So a bunch of little freaking delinquents. They didn't have any spears. Yeah, who who don't fun. realize, yeah, they don't realize the the safety issues that they can cause on that highway. Yeah. All it takes is one rock, right? Killing people and everything else. And I know, like the story last week with the spear. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it, you know, it's amazing that the uh, the technology of today, right, right, these police the are using it's with crazy. these drones and, hey, I want to fly this thing up there. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, and you see them every now and then. I see them around my house at, at yeah. night it's, sometimes. It's crazy that uh, the technology since I was in, for real. Yeah. So they have your out. house under surveillance? Jim? I don't know. Well, it was actually a neighbor's that, that, that uh, they have an app or something. It's like a next door app, I guess they're called or whatever. And uh, a neighbor had reported that she had a drone flying over her house in the middle of the night. It was flying over everybody, she said. Yeah. She just happened to notice it. And uh, yeah. so to right. beware, I mean, heck, criminals now. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a good way to see what you got Count, going on counter, in your backyard, right? surveillance, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, check the area for the cops. Yep. All right. Let's go back to Arizona, where we've been to a lot recently. An Arizona dad was arrested 
after he was found in the passenger seat of a vehicle that his 10-year-old son was driving. Phoenix <laughs> resident Alvaro Avando Alvarez, 49, was charged with aggravated DUI, child abuse, and endangerment. He was also charged with possession of an open container of alcohol and unlawfully permitting a minor to drive. The Arizona Department of Public Safety said that the child, who is not in legal trouble, was spent speeding in a red pickup truck on Arizona State Route 101 on Saturday afternoon. Now, you don't want to get your 10 year old driving around drunk, at least tell him don't speed, right? The, uh, anyway. Wait, but how did the 49 year old got a DUI? Yeah, he wasn't yeah, driving. No, it doesn't matter because he's got the son to drive for him. And that, that's the law, but I'll get to it in a second. So a trooper initially responded to a report about the truck shortly before 3.40 p.m. The officer observed the car changing lanes unsafely in violation of traffic laws. And again, Dad, you should talk to your 10-year-old to use blinkers. A pursuit began at 3.44 p.m. then ended three minutes later. The driver stopped in the right emergency lane <laughs> prior uh, – at approximately 3.47 p.m., according to DPS spokesman Raul Garcia, and Alvarez was called in the passenger seat and arrested. He was booked in the 4th Avenue jail in Phoenix. So, I mean, if I get my 13-year-old son, which I I, I do let him drive a lot on, uh, uh, you know, in the drive, Malone driveways and stuff like that, but if I get him to drive me from – wherever to Baton Rouge and I'm sitting over there pounding back beers and he's 13 and that's never happened. And he's speeding. No, no. Well, maybe on the property, but not, not, not on the roadway. And it, he's, I mean, I'm at least getting to keep it between the lines and use your blinkers and shit. That's pretty crazy. A 10 year old dad had to go. Cause dad, got that's yeah, dad. that's really I mean, not good parenting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you so think not quality yeah. parenting? I mean, not speeding anyway. Yeah, I, I don't think this guy, Liam Brown, I'm about to talk about, had good parents either. We're going across the pond to meet Liam. Got to get an accent from Jim. What, what country? Jim doesn't want to be associated with this story. Mm-mm. The 25-year-old <laughs> who was caught having intercourse with a dog, a cow. Oh, sobbed as he pled guilty to sexual penetration with a living mm. animal. Oh, Liam crept during the night onto the Burton farm, which is near Dorset, to commit the appalling crime. Farmers caught Brown performing the obscene act on an animal thanks to a new surveillance system. They installed the alarm as they were becoming wary their animals were being abused. A DNA sample retrieved from a calf confirmed intercourse had happened. The case is being sent to the Bournemouth Crown Court for sentencing, but what will the punishment be? In the UK, it's a crime for a man to deliberately penetrate a living animal. Equally, it is also illegal for an individual to allow themselves to be penetrated by the appendage of an animal. Oh, God. Get some great old laws Captain here. Obvious. The Sexual Offenses Act of 2003 does not prohibit oral intercourse or sexual acts with an animal that is deceased. Oh, oh my God. So you can screw a dead cow, just uh, don't screw a live one. However, it does forbid individuals sharing or possessing pornographic imagery of bestiality, as that is categorized as extreme. 
a bestiality offense has a maximum punishment of two years behind bars. Brown, who is uh, uh, from Grosvenor Gardens, has now pled guilty to sexual penetration with a living animal and causing unnecessary suffering to a protected animal. The prosecutor, Charles Nightingale, told the court that farmers had known Brown since he was a child. He used to work for them on their farm. He also said the defendant was found by members of the farming family who had concerns regarding the welfare of their young livestock in question, and they set up alarms in the area. On the night in question, they were alerted by alarms and equipment they had set up with the result that the defendant was found. So they set a trap for Mr. Brown. Subsequently, samples were taken from an animal confirming the intercourse in question. The family want Brown nowhere near their property in the future after the vile incident. Brown had no prior convictions, but he's now been handed unconditional bail until he is sentenced. He will likely face a custodial sentence of, as I said, at least two years. Two things, two thoughts. I want to clarify one thing for y'all. When he said DNA was taken from a calf, that was for the offender's sperm, not to determine if the offender had impregnated a cow to make the calf. <laughs> secondly, yeah, definitely make secondly, second, good, good, good point, Woody. Secondly, how fucked up is it that we have to have laws about screwing animals? And I'm not, I, you know, I haven't told the cases that I've worked and I've worked several numerous ones that would shock the shit out of you. But the very fact that you have to have a law in the books that you can't screw a cow or a horse or your dog it's just wait, but how yeah. fucked up it is? Is it that they have a law that does not prohibit well, oral intercourse yeah. sexual acts with animals that uh, are dead? Uh, they may not have ridden that. It, nobody's violated or got caught violating that one yet. Every law they have is because somebody screwed something up, right? So maybe them and the ones they're just waiting for the guy to do yeah. the dead cow. I yeah. mean, unbelievable. That they're probably weird. gonna put a law on the books. I mean, we had the story one. last week: the guy uh, going out and get getting the cow manure. And masturbating in it, yeah. remember? Yeah. Yeah, strange kinds. Crazy. I mean, you better be good if you're getting behind a cow, you know? I right. mean, oh, oh, I, I'm not going to tell you the stories. I'm, I'm going to save them. Y'all remind me of all kinds of good old cop stories to tell that. <sighs> Somebody convinced me to go tout cow tipping one time. Mm-hmm. You guys, in Louisiana, you've you, you been cow tipping since you were like 10 years yeah, old, right? right? We're professionals. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't know how to do anything, <laughs> yeah. and I fell. In, in, in mud, shit. no, it was, in, it was cow shit. Yeah, it was cow shit. <laughs> in, in muddy cow shit, and then had to make a run for a fence to get over it. It's yes, not a good, not a good experience. Good, good times. Look, the UK. Uh, well, before we get into that, I guess we want to do our mile high crime signals and move free the bat signal of mile high crimes, if you will. And we're going to bring it to the UK, and and the UK has some pretty stringent, probably some of the most stringent gun laws in the world. Mm. Doesn't help them a whole lot, but they've got them. Uh, And, you know, you need to be cognizant of that when you're traveling to and from the UK and you may be a United States uh, citizen and you're not used to those laws. So Brian Bomack McIntyre is a very popular uh, boxing trainer here in the States. And he has been detained by the Manchester Airport Police over the weekend after a gun was found in his luggage. Now, uh, that's not a huge deal here in the States. It's a deal, but not a huge deal. 
It is a major problem in the UK. The premier boxing trainer was arrested Sunday morning in the second terminal departure lounge while waiting an international flight to Atlanta. The weapon was allegedly discovered through the airport's baggage scan. Officials then reportedly arrested McIntyre. At around 10.45 a.m. that day, officers were called to reports of a possible firearm being in the hold luggage by an airport staff at the Manchester airport. And after an initial inspection by security staff, the firearm was seized. Subsequently, a 53-year-old man was arrested for possession of the firearm and taken into custody for further questioning. McIntyre, from the United States of America, was charged with possession of a firearm and possession of ammunition for a firearm without a certificate. McIntyre attended court where he was further remanded into custody and is next due to appear in court on Monday, October 9th of 2023. Possession of a handgun is generally prohibited in the UK, which carries among the strictest penalties in the world. The maximum uh, penalty for possession of a concealed weapon is five years, and the penalty under Section 5 of the same act is 10 years. And they will throw the book at you. Got a question. Question. Yep. Somebody fucked up, didn't they? Because they should have called them coming in with a pistol. Yeah. 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 But they got him I on wanted the, way the same out. thing. That's yeah, right. Somehow yeah. he purchased it while he was there. Yeah, it could be. That's very be very expensive over there. Oh yeah, I would imagine. But uh, loss. You know, ba- very famous boxing trainer. Yeah. He may be yeah. stuck over there. It looks like until at least a hearing, if not longer, and could be looking at five years. Stuck over there. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash R-L-R-C and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D dot com slash R-L-R-C. Looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? I was too, and then I tried Recess Mood. Recess Mood replaced that after-dinner alcoholic beverage for me, so I saw a difference in both my mood and my belly. It's made with real fruit, 
It is only 20 calories and it contains no added sugar. Recess Mood is infused with functional ingredients like mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangovers. Recess Mood tastes great too and comes in four different flavors. My favorite flavor is the Strawberry Rose. So whether you need a moment away from the errands, work, and kids, or you just need a moment of chill during dinnertime chaos, Recess Mood is where it's at whenever you need to relax and unwind. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash RLRC and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. I hope you like some whatever they eat. Maybe training them prisoners, right? You can now take off that belt. They can fight it on. Move freely the, around. Oh, we need to cover the bloody angle of boxing team. Yeah. Good idea. All right. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. Here it comes. Must be time already time. for some mile high. I mean, some time damn for Kinky crimes. Kinky crimes <laughs> on Thursday, y'all. We're going back to the great state of Florida. And two residents of a Florida retirement village didn't seem to be that tired when they were arrested mm. for public sex. Mm. Charm Gilbert, 40, and James Adam, 47, were arrested Wednesday morning after a witness reported the two naked people making out on top of an electrical box. Oh, right. Gosh. The, the box was located in the villages, a retirement community of around a hundred thousand people located in <laughs> Sumter County, Florida. Deputy, <laughs> Deputy Christopher McPeters, no pun intended, who responded <laughs> to the call said that when he approached the couple, Gilbert was lying on the box with her legs spread open and her breast exposed. She wasn't wearing her shorts or underwear. Mm. Adams was fully naked, exposing his penis. Adams told the officer that he and Gilbert had been having sex at the location due to them not having any other place to go. Hey, that right. makes sense. Right? I mean, got to get it. Yeah. Right? There were no right. Kia minivans. Yeah, Can't hold man at right? fault. So this is the second time, right? This is the second time Gilbert has been in trouble this year. On July 30th, just a couple weeks, uh, a month ago, she was accused of stealing a case of beer from a convenience store with another man and fleeing in a golf cart. In a golf cart. It's not Pinellas County. This is also the second time this year that someone has been arrested for public sex at the Villages, which bills itself as Florida's Friendliest retirement community. Oh, I would say they are. They're very <laughs> friendly over there. This one. In June, Margaret Ann Clem, 68, and David Bob Leah, 49, well, look at that age difference, 59, mm-hmm. 69, 21 age difference, were charged with indecent exposure and disorderly conduct after being caught having sex against <laughs> The Bait Shack Hut. Hell <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Adams and Gilbert were taken to the Summer County Detention Center and each charged with indecent exposure and starving the peace. They were later released on $1,500 bond. There's your kinky. Hey, they didn't crimes. have nowhere else. They're to swinging go. at the That's villages right, now, right? Yeah. Wow. Kinky cries for the Friendliest retirement community in the world. The hell with yeah. the bingo. You can. <laughs> That's being a big hope. They were a little young to be at the villages, by the way. Aren't they 40 and yeah, 47? Yeah, yeah. What are you Must doing at the villages? 
know. I'm but, proud of the other one, the 68 and 49 year old. Kinky. Tyrese getting wild. Get down. Florida. Oh, there's a picture. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, God. There they are. <laughs> we'll share that with you, folks. We're going to stay in Florida, where a rash of break-ins had been committed in Volusia County. The thieves had used the same stolen Mercedes-Benz during all of them. The suspects had worn face coverings and gloves during the break-in, so detectives really needed a break in the case. Enter today's dumbass, Nicholas Coffey, age 23. Video surveillance footage at a Deltona gas station showed a man arrive at the business in a Mercedes-Benz that had been reported stolen at around 4.30 a.m. on Saturday. He made a purchase inside the store with a face covering that he had pulled down around his neck. He still had his blue latex gloves on his hand. Here's some, just so you guys have an idea what we're dealing with. Here's our nice, wonderful... Wow. Dumbass of the day. Images from the gas station footage were circulated, and the man was identified as Nicholas Coffey, who had been wanted in Volusia County for a number of crimes. Detectives easily recognized Coffey because of his distant facial features and neck tattoos, the sheriff's office said. Detectives already had that warrant out for his arrest on a separate case. A search of Coffey's social media revealed photos of him wearing the clothing seen in the gas station footage and the residential security videos. And he had also posted about having a new Mercedes Benz. Mm. In addition to the videos, the license plate reader data showed the the stolen Mercedes on five streets in Deltona, where the car break-ins happened uh, between 3 a.m. and 5.45 on Saturday. He was located in Daytona Beach at around 5 a.m. on Sunday, where deputies and detectives arrested him on the outstanding warrant. He was then transported to Deltona for an interview where he did not deny being the person seen in the videos, but also did not confess to committing the crimes. That's kind of strange. Coffee was booked into jail on 11 counts of conspiracy to commit burglary and one count of conspiracy to commit attempted burglary of of a conveyance and one extra big count of being a dumb criminal <laughs> banjos please uh, go. yeah that was a dumbass right there neck tattoos are going to give you yeah. away every time yeah and and uh let's talk about that for a second because on that on that particular segment you brought up license plate readers and you know technology we just talked about it earlier with these drones now and you can fly them around and they and they serve a lot of good for the police department but you also have things like these license plate readers that are sporadically around the interstate and what people don't know is if they've got a specific plate that they're looking for and you pass in front of one of those things it alerts the police right they know they know right away and I know of some cases where some homicides, some major homicides were solved in an hour's time. They were able to catch that individual just by a license plate reader he never knew was there. You're on camera, 
you know, uh, 42 times per day on average, everybody in the United States. Everywhere. It's almost impossible to get away with crimes now. And I think, I think some of that is the reason or, you know, our, our prisons are overcrowded and, and things like that. And, and some of it is just we're catching people a lot easier too. Right. I mean, some of these crimes well, those, are going those on. Those drug running know. cases, they were, they were using yeah. uh, them a lot. Yep, yep. They are used a lot. That's right. Yep. And uh, some people don't even realize those exist. Oh, they're there, but, but they're, they're they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Like so there's always kind of an eye in the sky there, watching and and looking. And thank God for technology for these police officers to help them out. Yep. Well, it's certainly interesting times with that and all these the stuff, right? And mm-hmm. and like TikTok, y'all. And you know, I've been. Posting a video on there every day on the Real Life Real Crime TikTok. Uh, um, checked out this TikTok story. Pretty ingenious, actually. Probably got, they probably made some money. But a viral video has plunged users into a debate. A bizarre but easy life hack show, showing viewers how to get into a locked car by the way of a plunger has divided commenters on TikTok due to its innovation. But many are concerned it will give car thieves quick and quiet access to steal from vehicles. So a man donning a blue bandana stands in front of a locked car door with a with a baby doll trapped inside the car to kick off the example in the viral video posted by Paul Vu. My main priority right now is to get the baby out of the car, the man says as plunger is suction cupped onto the passenger side window. The man then places three pieces of duct tape under and on the sides of the bathroom tool to prevent it from slipping off during the process. The man even tells viewers they can take an extra couple of pieces of tape to make sure it's nice and sturdy. You can never have too much tape, he assures his viewers. The man then grabs the plunger with both hands with ease, cracks the lock window open enough to reach in and unlock the vehicle. The whole process took under one minute to complete. The video has garnered over 6 million views and more than 400,000 likes since being posted. In a separate video, another TikTok user tests out the creative way, but this time with two plungers and no tape. Suction cupping the two essential bathroom tools next to one another, he grabs them each and slides down his locked car door window in under 30 seconds. Some commenters on TikTok were amazed by the simple yet effective way of getting into a locked vehicle. Lock my keys in my car, and this method worked for me. Most of the time, you're either at home or near a store when this happens. Appreciate you, bruh. One one user wrote, thank the man for his advice. And then, thanks because locksmith costs way too much, another wrote. Wow, awesome learn. Uh, awesome lesson learned. We'll be, we'll be sharing it, another said praising information. While some comments praise the swift and easy life hack, most were not too happy that this information was shared over concerns of car theft. Damn, dog, you just made break in a car much easier, one TikTok <laughs> user wrote. You taught the enemy how to break in without breaking the window, another said sarcastically. So that's, uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm. So yeah, just the t- strength of the grip from yeah, the plungers and then pulling just down? Pull yeah, isn't that crazy? I, and, and, and all the cars I could never unlock when I was with the sheriff's office and I had the Slim Jim just because I never could figure it out, I could have just got me some plungers. Yeah. I wonder if it's specific to the type of car. Like, I, I wonder know. if some cars are harder know, than others. Well, you've got to be able to get to the 
to unlock it with your arm. Yeah. So if it doesn't have something to grab right there or a button to, because I notice a lot of a lot of newer cars have the ma- the master unlock yeah. in the middle of the console, yeah. not on well, the, where they can either the passenger or the mm. driver door. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, true. Very very cool story. Well, hey, y'all go try it out on your own cars and let us know if it works. Or your neighbors. Just <laughs> go around the neighborhood. Neighbor. Or go to Real Life Real Crime TikTok Never know and see it on there at night. That's it. That's it. <laughs> or post your own video of you stealing yeah, your car. Yeah, we'd love to see it. My luck's a fucking glass of break and I end up in the hospital. Yeah. Well, we've got a little uh, a little WTF what for today. Uh, yeah, a news article I came across and I was like, WTF. And this one is out of Tampa, Florida. So, boy, we're picking on Florida today. Uh, And a woman has been arrested over the weekend who was trying to build a bomb inside the Walmart. That's right. She didn't bring a bomb into the Walmart. She was assembling a bomb (laughs) with the stuff she was shopping for in Walmart. Yep, that made me say WTF. Just after 6 p.m. Saturday, deputies responded to a Walmart store on Fletcher Avenue in Tampa, Florida, for reports of a woman trying to make a firebomb inside the store. Emily Stallard, 37, was opening items like flammable material, projectiles, and matches inside the store that she hadn't paid for. A security guard saw her and immediately called 911. Police said the guard and an off-duty Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Officer, who was in the store at the time, detained Stallard until deputies arrived. The woman had all the supplies she needed to cause mass destruction at her disposal. Had it not been for an observant off-duty law officer and a watchful security staff at Walmart, she may have followed through with her plans to cause an explosion inside the store. This from Sheriff Chad Coster. The sheriff's office said Stallard had a child with her at the time. She is charged with attempted arson of a structure, firebombing, contributing to the delinquency of a minor, child abuse, and battery on a law enforcement officer because when they tried to arrest her, she resisted. Crazy. So, yeah, WTF. What was the master plan there? Uh, You know, uh, apparently she didn't want to have to pay for her bomb that she was going to make. Exactly. She was just going to make it in there and and explode everything. But but thankfully, that foiled her plans. And y'all will be happy to know that I have an intro for for the segment here, uh, Super Cops. Yeah. That I will be... uh, I guess you could say unveiling maybe later on this week, maybe the next episode of real life Real crime daily. I'll put wow. a super cop in there. I think y'all will like it. Uh, Miss Tiffany Seacard has also helped me with this Uh-oh. intro. We've got oh, a little music oh, involved wow. and okay. that's right. So uh, we'll, we'll save the surprise for the next episode of super cops. The debut, the day debut super cops. That's it. So, any final thoughts, gentlemen? Well, that's it. Our rescue? Our rescue.org. See something. Say something. Until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. I'm Mike Agavino. For Real Life, Real Crime Daily, peace. Aglets. Say peace, boy. Peace. <laughs> 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.